ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Ill-Informed Insight Podcast. My name's Tom. I'm Tim. How are you doing, Tim? Honestly, uh, I'm okay. Oh, do you know what I just remembered? What? It's your birthday. Or it, it was, was your birthday, birthday about yeah. a week or two ago. Yeah. I have a gift. I wrapped it for you. Oh, wow. It looks like something electronic and something to wear. Two of my favourite things. Oh, my God. It's a three DVD Van Damme triple box set. Oh my god, Tom, I've got nowhere to run, knock off, and hard target. Now, hard target, I already own in about three different versions. That's the one I thought, Because yeah. it is, like, probably his best with John Woo. Knock off is interesting to see because it was made when he was at his lowest point, when he was, like, a complete... Yeah, like, 98. ...co-caddled lunatic. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. And nowhere to run, which I think has, yeah, Rosanna Arquette. It's got one of the Arquettes in, so, like, it's a bit more dramatic. Thank you. And the other... The other gift? This is a t-shirt. Oh, wow. It's a Van Damme t-shirt. And it has wrong bet written on it, which is his um, classic line from AWOL, Absent Without Leave, also known as Lionheart. I love that movie. Yeah, Tom, thank you. I'm really touched. That's a really nice present, man. Thank you. Oh, you got me those uh, GTA shark cards. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) It's a bit unusual for men to get each other birthday presents and things. Yeah, but it was a special birthday. It was the big 4-0. Yeah, I've crossed the Rubicon and it feels great you, you realise you have seniority over like everyone in their 30s and below <laughs> your, your body's getting weaker but I think your your heart and mind get stronger but yeah on today's episode on this very special Tim's birthday episode going to be discussing a bit of everything really like almost every piece of oh outrage of the last couple of weeks yeah still more Trump Trump Brexit Kanye West allegations of sexual assault oh Kavanaugh uh, Tommy Robinson that'll be coming up as well and um, yeah and uh, last week the biggest fight in UFC slash MMA history what since the last one since Conor McGregor fought Floyd Mayweather <laughs> <laughs> all that and more on this episode should we just start with Brett Kavanaugh then yeah but the whole, you know, one, one of the reasons the the whole Kavanaugh circus was 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 so amazing. It just it just threw into the spotlight all these massive issues that that we grapple with. Hashtag um, me too. Well, aside from the, the the fundamental issue of what's the difference between a victim and an accuser and basic rule of law, burden of proof. And yeah, like so th- we had that as 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 a base because this guy is a judge. <laughs> And, you know, see the whole mechanics of law. Yeah, being appointed to this, the Supreme Court. Yeah, it's like, do you have enough evidence to, to be a victim or an accuser? And like, there was a grey area there, though, really. Of, but like you say, above it's all not that. Technically a trial. Yeah, so. but above all that, there was the battle of the sexes and. Gender you know, wars. And like, fuck evidence. I you love know, gender she wars. has a right to be believed because she's crying. But this, uh, okay, well, let's, let's unpack Feelings the, um, trumped facts for a while there, Tom. Let's unpack this believe women thing. When a woman goes to the police and says, listen, look, I, I was raped, they don't automatically disbelieve her. But at the same time, they understand, okay, there is a process to go through. Well, what about- and that going through that process doesn't is not the same thing as saying she's lying. Do you know what I mean? Innocent till proven guilty. You know, it's, it's these like basic, basic fundamental things. Of- yeah, but that's being spun as, oh, well, that's, oh, that's men not believing women. That's misogyny. Yeah. It's like, no, she is. The fact that they've even gone, okay, let's try and find evidence and what have you. Like the fact that they've done that, they've believed her enough to do that. 
But I mean, in, in the case of Brett Kavanaugh, I didn't believe her from the moment I laid eyes on her and heard her speak. Oh, you prejudged it then. You, I just went on my I went on my gut feeling exactly like I did when I was uh, doing jury service. <laughs> I did listen to the evidence, but I could tell the guy was a wrong one. That's why you never mm. want to do any crimes and end up in front of a jury, because <laughs> in the end of the day, evidence doesn't mean shit. It's it's people's prejudices and preconceptions, and of course, this was so partisan as well. You know, split down party lines. Mm. This this guy could have been a complete saint, and he probably was, but you know, no Democrat would vote for him. I mean, it didn't help. It was a 30... Like, the allegation was from 35 years ago. And like, she had such poor recall of the event. Like, she couldn't remember how she got to it or got back from it. and Where it was. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was the sort of first little bit that made me think, okay, something's not right here. The way instantly people were going, oh, it's definitely a, a credible allegation. And then someone would ask, okay, why is it credible? What's, what's the criteria for why it's credible? No answer. It, like, it just immediately fell back on, well, you have to believe women in this. There's a historic oppression of not believing women. And it's like, yeah, okay, but you can't just operate on the basis of he did it. And then he just goes like straight to prison. Do you know what I mean? Or in this context, he would be like, he wouldn't get, yeah. he wouldn't be appointed into the uh, Supreme Court. And he probably wouldn't be allowed to be the coach of his daughter's basketball team anymore yeah i imagine there's a lot of organizations he'd have to step down from probably in my eyes being accused of a sex crime is is worse than being accused of murdering someone so to traduce this guy in that way like it's terrible like his reputation dragged through the the mud and for what his political affiliation yeah it was the phrase that aptly describes the whole thing that nobody i didn't hear anyone bring up political football uh, wasn't it Christine Blassie Ford, Doctor, excuse me, Doctor Ford? Mm. She was turned immediately as soon as uh, Diane Feinstein is there. Oh, yeah. As soon as she got the letter, she, th- yeah, she threw it She under turned the bus. it into a political football. Yeah. And was like, all right, I'm going to sit on this. I'm going to leave it to the 11th hour, try and get the uh, hearing delayed till yeah. after the midterm elections. Yeah. But fair, fair play. It was so party political. But fair play. At least they managed to pull her up a bit on that during the actual uh, circus. I didn't watch it. I was so disgusted oh, it by was, the whole it, thing. It was, but even some of the senators uh, were saying, like, what a bad show it was for, like, US politics. Like, oh my God. for me, as a foreigner looking in, it was like, you know, my, my lot are bad enough, but this is just a joke. Well, I'm Saturday Night Live. But they made fun of it. No one seemed to really be bothered about the fact they made fun of it either. Yeah. And, of course, ultimately, he... I'm not saying he's been he's been found innocent, but he's he's been appointed. His appointment's gone through. Even in a criminal trial, technically you can't be found innocent. The the highest thing you can get is acquitted. Yeah, but and it's still technically not innocent. In in some people's minds, like some of my friends' minds, they're absolutely convinced that Kavanaugh is a, a Guilty, sex right? yeah. a sex fiend because that's what they were told. And the people who told them, they just believe whatever they say. Uh, so, well, that's how it started. It started off as a. Um, but it started off, the accusation initially was pretty much, it was about dry humping. And then it sort of evolved from dry humping to full-on attempted rape. Being and then, restrained. And... and then stories about were coming out about Brett Kavanaugh of, oh, he, he's a gang rape leader of some sort. He'd, he'd whipped his cock out of someone else. And... But then apparently that, that turned out to be another guy. And, and then he, he threw ice at someone in a bar. I mean, that, like, when, they, when it got to, like, the he threw ice at someone in a bar, it was like, okay, they're just slinging mud. No, no, no. Peak absurdity. They were using this high school, um, 
yearbook as basically the the fulcrum, the tipping point of whether to appoint a supreme justice, <laughs> to, you know, for a lifetime position. Yeah. Judging him as a teenager rather than who he is now. That for me was just the, the peak level of absurdity. And it was also when I knew that he was definitely going to get through. I thought the Republicans were going to cave. I really did think they were going to cave. Cause, there was um, that, who was that guy, Flake? What was his name? Jeff Flake. He was a bit of a flake, wasn't he? He was accosted in the lift. A little bit. And this is this has become a thing now, accosting senators and congressmen as they go into lifts. Yeah, fuck security. Well, they're public buildings. And I, yeah, you know, but if they I have was, to be open if to I was public. a senator's bodyguard, I'd just be like slapping anyone who just moved fast within like ten feet of him. Do the the mush where you put your hand in their face and push them back, you mush them back. But Jeff Flake, yeah, so he caved into pressure. The Republicans did everything that Democrats wanted. She wanted to be at the hearing, so they cleared the Monday. So she, uh, Dr. Ford could show up anytime she wanted on the Monday. And then there was talk of like, well, actually, she doesn't actually want to come to the hearing. Uh, she's afraid of flying at one point, I read. But then it turned out like she flies all the time. And then uh, what else did they say? Oh, they wanted, uh, the Democrats wanted an FBI investigation. Yeah. They got it, they kind got of. It. Yeah. The biggest joke was what someone, and this person is fairly clever. They they knew he wasn't a sex queen, but they still said to me, yeah. well, the way he reacted during the uh, the hearing, that's not supreme chief justice material you know he got because he got angry well he cried at one point right should, I know. We have a, should we have a little listen to the testimony maybe yeah let's, let's have a look. but that was it when the evidence failed they just went on his behavior as if that was the judge of a judge i am here today not because i want to be i am terrified i am here because i believe it is my civic duty to tell you what happened to me while brett kavanaugh and i were in high school I've never sexually assaulted Dr. Ford or anyone. I don't have all the answers, and I don't remember as much as I would like to. But the details that, about that night that bring me here today are the ones I will never forget. They have been seared into my memory and have haunted me episodically as an adult. Both Brett and Mark were drunkenly laughing during the attack. I categorically and unequivocally de- deny the allegation against me by Dr. Ford. Listen to the people I know. Listen to the people who have known me my whole life. Listen to the people I've grown up with. This has destroyed my family and my good name. This whole two-week effort has been a calculated and orchestrated political hit, fueled with apparent pent-up anger about President Trump. I'd have to agree with him there about... 100% political because they hate Trump. He's Trump's nominee. Yeah, and I, you know, I can sort of agree with Dr. Ford as well. I'm not denying that she's been like sexually assaulted at some point in her youth. Well, you're denying Brett Kavanaugh did it. Well, she's saying it was Brett Kavanaugh. But I just, I don't think it was Brett Kavanaugh because he had he had his fucking diary as well. And it was, instead of, as well as being like a diary, it was like a sort of massive planner and they'd write loads of things 20 year plan where he wants yeah, to be and like, kind of instead thing. of just like dear diary today i had a nice day at the end he'd write like where, where he went who was there if people were there it seems a bit convenient bit convenient but it was all there in black and white for like 40 years right up to the present day quite a good stroke of luck you know in terms of being a good piece of evidence but i think she was just like a damaged individual who's been used very cynically yeah that's kind of where i'm at with it i think she like what happened to her i think probably did happen to her i just don't think it was brett kavanaugh and the i think she's thing, uh, been used here a bit by the democrat party and it's, it's very hard to disconnect emotions from things but sometimes if you were a robot if we can just be robots for a second uh impassionate 
and with like amoral sort yeah. of thing. She, she wasn't raped. <laughs> Why? Oh, oh, right. Okay, yeah. In penetration. Of, what right. did he talk? I'd never got how how it ended. So, at what point did she? It was attempted. At what point rape, was she able to breathe again? And did they let her go? And she ran off. And she can't remember how she got oh. home. She probably was like really pissed at one point. She was at a party and someone tried it on. We're dangerously and, close to victim blaming here. I'm just talking about what a robot would would think. Just pure logic. That what she described. As much as I hate to say it, what she described well, has probably happened to a lot of women let's be honest, in their teenage logic, years. Pure logic, we don't know. That's the pure logic position. Yeah. And then this is, uh, obviously there's like innocent to proven guilty, but bear in mind, this isn't a criminal trial. So say um, the, the bar is lower in a civil court case than a criminal court case. Yeah. And I think it's even lower in this instance. This is like a job interview, basically. Yeah. Do, you know, do you know what the ro- what I'm saying? But you can't prove it either way. Yeah, but even if he even if he did do that, do you think that should stop him from being a Supreme Court judge? Seventeen year old. What did he do? He groped he groped some girl when he was seventeen. When he you which is bad. You couldn't no, but, you couldn't appoint him if that was like like if forensic evidence actually came out and it was like unequivocal, yeah, he did it. No way you couldn't appoint him. No way. Seventeen. Yeah, but I, I don't know. Because there has to be some sort but, of retribution. Like, but I, I you can't just get away with it. I know, but when it came down to it, I, I was listening to all the evidence and shit and balancing up. But because it was on TV, I was looking at their faces and I was look, I was just trying to look into their eyes. And like I say, that's the that's what a jury does. It just sort of, you know, they might not even speak English, half of them. So they're not really listening to the, the evidence, but they'll just be like looking at the person, how they react. And that was the, that was the point I tapped out when the headlines of uh, we showed the video to body language expert and i was like that's it <laughs> tapping out whenever what is, what it gets your, to that point what does your body language expert say though the only time the media brings on the body language expert is when they have no fucking idea either way yeah yeah, yeah. but just even me trying to be dispassionate and say that she's talking she's, she's talking shit i believe him that's like suddenly makes you out to be a nazi now or something or you like, get accused of nazism a fair amount i don't <laughs> But it's 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 a very easy way to if if you call someone a Nazi or whatever you you're given permission to stop listening to them. See, so I mean, it's a very it's a very it's a very good way of just shutting down all argument and discussion. In fairness, I don't think this sort of came down to that, but it was very uh, the battle lines were clear. People like they picked sides. It was very much if you're Republican, she's yeah. lying. If you're Democrat, yeah. she's telling the truth. Yeah. But it, but it's, it, you know, it's it, if 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 you look at it through the lens of Facebook and the way people treat it on Facebook, it's like fucking Star Wars, isn't it? It's like the rebels versus the Empire, and like Brett Kavanaugh is like fucking Darth Darth Maul to like Donald Trump's Darth Sidious, you yeah. know? Well, and it was desperate on both sides, though, I know. wasn't it? They see it as this like good versus evil thing, and if you're on the other side, then you're evil. <laughs> you know, you're evil. You're a Nazi. It's so split nowadays isn't it very very polarized but it was i mean brett kavanaugh said there this is really this is like a proxy war against donald trump because he's donald trump's appointment and they're like yeah i agree i think it was largely yeah the words he described was uh, like pent-up anger for 2016 like... but yeah donald trump's been in the news again as is he ever every not day? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this time it's uh, Kanye West. Yay, Jesus, whatever his other alter ego names are, I don't know. He's come a long way from working at Gap. Interestingly, Taylor Swift came out last week. As a Democrat. And told right? everyone to vote Democrat. After several Ford, years of Ford, intense pressure. So Kanye West, 4D chess. Maybe he knew what he was doing back then, you know? <laughs> <laughs> 
Shut up, white bitch. <laughs> Who knows? Isn't it funny how things play out like that? But that was years. She like Taylor Swift got shit for years for just being completely neutral, not saying anything. And alternatively, whereas uh, Kanye is apparently Republican now. Yeah, but and he he previously said uh, President Bush doesn't like black people. He said that during the oh uh, yeah, that's during the uh, Katrina thing. Yeah, but he likes Trump. But then again, I've always said Trump isn't Trump is like Kanye. They're 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 celebrities. He's Trump's not a politician. He's celebrity, isn't he? He's like a celebrity businessman. And Kanye West wants to be. He's not much of a businessman. And Kanye West wants to be a celebrity businessman as well. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, entrepreneur. Yeah. Yeah, and he was talking about building factories in the middle of Chicago to you know change oh, that's that's officially why he was there to talk about yeah. um, black unemployment and he was Chicago. also talking about like alternative fuels for transport what? and he but it was what all the fuck does kanye know well exactly he was talking about flying car for president trump that's powered by hydrogen <laughs> so he was like he he gave like this 20 minute gold powered car he gave like a 20 minute stream of babble consciousness semi-consciousness apparently he's he's stopped taking his medication he that sh- was the general sh- consensus wasn't it yeah, that but he's he, lost his mind but he shared that with the world you know he said i've stopped taking my medication i mean and at one point he, he, was, said, he, he was bipolar but it was misdiagnosed he had, he was actually sleep deprived that's what they always say for celebrities so for he, everything but it when was they really, like drug overdose but they're that's exhausted what people, i mean one thing that did make me think yeah kanye yeah he has lost the plot a bit like he said something about racism can't hold him down or something i'll try and find it i think it's the bravery that helps you beat this game called life you know they tried to scare me to not wear this hat my own friends it was something about when i put this hat on it made me feel like superman you made a superman that was that's my favorite superhero and you made a superman cape for me also as a guy that looks up to you looks up to ralph Lauren, looks up to american industry guys non-political and just goes in and gets it done uh i was diagnosed with bipolar disorder i was connected with a neuropsychologist that works with the athletes in the nba and the nfl and he he looked at my brand it's equal on three parts i'm gonna go ahead drop some bombs for you 98 percentile iq test you know so um serious credentials yeah and i actually wasn't bipolar I had sleep deprivation, which could cause dementia. It's just the overall lack of reparations that we, at any given point, we say, oh, this is racist, this is racist, this is racist, this is racist. So we don't have the reparations, but we have the 13th Amendment. We got to open up the whole conversation. The liberal would try to control a black person through the concept of racism. I was waiting for this. We are very proud, emotional people. So when I said I like Trump to like someone that's liberal, they'll say, Oh, but he's racist. You think racism can control me? Oh, that don't stop me. That's an invisible wall. The, the ramblings of a madman, let's be honest. Or if he is like generally hyper intelligent, you've got so much stuff you, you want to get out. You could tell he, he mm. knew he didn't have much time to just get it all out. You're talking like sort of idiots of want. But exactly. Do you, do you notice that? Look at Tesla. He, Tesla was like a. Yeah, but know, he was talking. Yeah, he was socially inept. He was bragging about his IQ, but he doesn't know what his IQ point is. What's the point of IQ? He kept saying, oh, I'm in the 98th percent. What's the number? Well, according well, to Kanye. Do you know what the global IQ is? It's in the 80s. Yeah, there's a lot of poverty in the world. <laughs> but there, but I was waiting for him to say there for ages, the racism can't control me. And when he was talking about the, the MAGA hat, the red Make America Great Again hat, oh, it makes me feel like a Superman. That was incoherent rambling. P- people need to play that back at half speed because some of the things he said was, was very interesting about, you know, 
he made some points about the prison system and what he, what he said about what well, he mentioned racism. the prison system. He didn't really make a point. What he said about he said the um, easiest factory to work in something like what was it he said the biggest yeah, factory or something. The biggest like that. factory was the prison industrial complex, which is true in America, you know. And the, the, the thing that I the, the biggest point he made was he said how some liberal people try, try and, and control him through through racism. Well, through the this guy you're with, yeah, you're associating with yeah. as a racist. Mm-hmm. Kanye doesn't give a shit. I mean, he mentioned reparations there. I think America has to. Like, um, I've known, I've known since my obsession, the O.J. Simpson trial. Mm. White Americans, Black Americans, they resent each other. They don't hate each other. But I w- I'm not sure I'd even say they dislike, actively dislike each other. But there's a resentment there, mm. and that's never going to go away until I think Black people get reparations. Black Americans get reparations. But when you say reparations, you just basically mean money, it, or do you mean like what? It, it probably would have to come in the form of money, wouldn't it? Maybe a bond, some I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Something worth something. It well, can't be a token possible. gesture. It's possible though. Like I always think of, um, like Gaddafi. You, you automatically get fifty percent of your mortgage. You know, I don't know. Apparently, like apparently, before before Gaddafi was 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 rubbed out, every Libyan got like three grand a year. Just from the state? Just from, yeah, just from the state. Just from, like, the oil or something. Just from being Libyan? No, just, yeah, just Oh, from the, depending on how their oil profits go. Yeah, but it was like, they always oh, got, okay, like... okay, yeah, yeah, fair enough. And it was like a... That seems decent. But America... America's do, got a lot of oil. Shell, gas, whatever it is. But then, at what point have you paid enough? At what point... Yeah, that would have to be pre-agreed. By who, though? Kanye, who wants <sighs> to be... <laughs> Al Shopped. Who are the usual, um... <laughs> Like they're still like I've, for as long as I've been alive, the black community leaders are the same people. That's not right. Someone else should have they should have passed the baton onto somebody else by now. Like you know, uh, we should, we shouldn't even we need to ask a black black person. I'm sorry, well, I can't, we I can't don't have give, one. I can't give an honest answer. Where's Sean King? Where's Talcum X when you need him? <laughs> <laughs> Where's Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder? But do you think this is because um, what, what what I didn't say about the Brett Kavanaugh thing? That was obviously Democrat versus Republicans, and the Democrats went in really hard. It's probably backfired on them in terms of uh, these midterm elections are coming up next month, where Democrats should have cakewalked it. Easy. I don't think so, though. They might not now. I think now, like I say, it's 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 a stupid analogy, the Star Wars analogy. But I <laughs> genuinely think that that's how so many of these like lower-minded people see things. They literally say like the resistance. You're you're the resistance, mm. or you're the Empire. The Christian right has been losing. Every single battle. There's gay marriage in America. Do you know, Tom? I think and I'm not complaining about know, but, it, but, but they lost. I know, but Tom, do you know? I think the fact that Donald Trump is the president is is showing that the the sort of real bad guys are losing. The real racist, because he's he's not like a, a real proper Nazi racist. Ooh, Don Lennon, uh, Lennon, Don Lemon of CNN, racist? Just a cunt. <laughs> What he did just, he have to say about Kanye? He just seems so... I called him a cunt, but that's, that's, if I had to justify that, that word, I'd say the way he, he, the way he surmises things is, was just massively sort of insulting. The first thing he said when they said, what did you think of Kanye's thing? He said, uh, I thought it was a minstrel show. And then Ooh. like, you know, they, and then they, he basically said Kanye West is mental. He's a nutcase. Ha ha. Well, On World Mental Health Day. Okay, yeah, and then he finished, off, he finished off with like a nice... Uh, combo finisher by saying Kanye's mum would be like spinning in her grave <laughs> oh yeah and your mum's dead basically that's how he finished his uh his diatribe um but I think he's he's just he's just re- reflective of the sort of panic and shock that the sort of 
previous establishment is is seeing all these crazy things happening. It's, it's always been Trump's modus operandi. The nation didn't in the heal, end, did In it? the end of the day, Trump knows what Kanye's like and he invited him into his office. You know, so Trump knows what he was he's doing. He's like Trump. He's, he's always keeping people on the back foot, isn't he? And it's like the, the, the sort of established establishment they they just in a constant state of panic because they they can't sort of guess which way he's going i mean to me i do i do kind of think kanye is maybe like six months away from just walking down a highway just screaming about jesus and being sectioned but don lemon cnn they, you know cnn love their multi multi-window panels mm-hmm. where they try and get as many people as possible to fit on one screen but they had a four a quartet where they were talking about kanye and they just went one by one. They just sort of called him. What was it like? A house Negro, dumb really? Negro. Oh my God, they used the N word. Let's watch this. You just used the N word. That's not the M word. Oh yeah, because N E. It's one of. Kanye West is what happens when Negroes don't read, um, and and we have this now. And now Donald Trump is going to use it and pervert it, and he's going to have somebody who can stand with him and take pictures. <laughs> just looking at Scott. <laughs> Listen, black folks are about to you know, trade Kanye West in the racial draft, okay? They've had it with him, and they he's still an attention whore like the president. He's all of a sudden now the, the, the model spokesperson. He's, he's the token I thought that ended in the civil rights era. Trump administration. This is ridiculous, and no one should be taking Kanye West seriously. He clearly has issues. He's already been hospitalized. Yeah, you get the gist there, but um, I th- it was amazing, right? I, I can't help but look at that and go... This is a news network owned by a rich white guy. All the top execs are all white guys. Mm. And they managed to get three black broadcast journalists. I think they're all broadcast journalists. Mm. To call another black person out, like a, a dumb Negro doesn't read. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uncle Tom, all that. Like, what the, like we're in Bizarro well. What the hell's going on? It's like there's, it's, it's, it's like they're shooting themselves in the foot um, twice. You know, and then reloading and shooting themselves again. It's like... With a double barrel shotgun. Yeah, it's like, why are you reacting this way? You're just making things worse for yourself. Yeah, I think... Because, like, she said there... Um, we'll come back to that topic. <laughs> he's not worth paying attention to. Well, why are there three of you on TV, on national television, talking about him? Yeah. But yeah, they should really... Like, she hit the nail on the head there. Yeah, ignore it. You, the won't right be able, you won't be able to ignore it when you've got Kanye West um, piloting the first Space Force anti-gravity liner, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Against the alien invasion. <laughs> or just like, you know, to the moon and back, you know. Sod's law we're that prove, Trump is president when the aliens invade. But back to CNN. I really do think CNN is fake news. I know it's like a cliche, alt-right talking point. I did alt-right, I did the yeah. quote, Appar- air quotes Apparently there. they're... they're their ratings are like tumbling constantly. I keep hearing, but they must they mustn't tumble. I've heard their ratings have been tumbling for years. But Fox then, News is always outperformed. But there's CNN obviously just the like a baseline of person who just watches CNN no matter what. Yeah, like in hotels and yeah, yeah. It'll be like on the you know in an airport and stuff like that. But just going all the way back to the Iraq War, where they had two guys standing on the roof pretending they were in Baghdad, and you remember they put a cactus behind them, but cactus oh, God, isn't yeah, natural. Classic. To- yeah, yeah, yeah. They said there was like a gas attack and they were in Texas. <laughs> um, a few years ago, Anderson Cooper, there was a flood somewhere 
and he stood oh, in a yeah. thing that I've was specifically that. like a like a sinkhole yeah. designed to trap flood water. He yeah. stood in that. Yeah, it was like, oh my god, it's up to my chest, and then you pull back, and there's like people just walking, like their ankles are barely. Yeah, wet. yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a famous photo of the actual the cameraman, crew, yeah, the crew were yeah. like sort of standing on dry ground, <laughs> yeah. pretty much in a puddle. Yeah. So it went up about halfway up their shins. Mm. And another one is um, whenever they're doing a satellite interview. And whoever they're talking to, they, they go off script. Like CNN have spent all morning forming a narrative on this particular subject. And then they interview someone that's saying something derivative, like completely at odds with that. I've noticed what they do is they'll start talking over them. Like the main host will just start going, stop, stop, no, stop, no, I'm not, I'm not going to let you keep talking. No, no, I'm cutting you off. They do that a lot on CNN. And another one is where like, when that doesn't work, they just cut the satellite feed. Mm, I've seen that. My favorite one is when they go to a Trump rally. And they've been, they've been talking for 10 minutes about well, how racist Trump is, how black people are never going to vote for Trump. And then they spot a black guy at a Trump rally, not in a usual MAGA get up. And they obviously presumed he's there because he hates Trump. Yeah. And he's going on about, I'm sick of how CNN does this, <laughs> this whole racial division thing. And they cut him off. The satellite feed drops out. <laughs> I mean, the latest, most egregious sin of CNN, the Democrats have been for, well, ever since Donald Trump got elected, quite ironically, have been basically making incitements to violence, to mob activity, at the very least. You had Maxine Waters a few months ago saying she didn't want Republicans to be able to go out of their house without a mob confronting them. Yes, and uh, not served in restaurants and... Kicked out of restaurants, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's quite subtle. Which happened to Ted Cruz and yeah, his wife. Yeah, that's, you know, that's not like physically injurious, but it's, it's going to get more violent, I'm and- sure. That was on the back of Rand Paul having his ribs broken. What about that guy? A guy was... broke into his house, kicked him in the ribs. Uh, the guy who shot the Republicans at the baseball, baseball game. game. Yeah, and unloads. And you see like much minor, much more minor clashes every week, don't you? Now on YouTube, there'll be like some kid who gets his MAGA hat taken off him on a bus, and yeah. that that sort of shit happens almost weekly. I saw this this one guy there calling um, Cuck Norris who. Kick, tried to kick a phone out of someone's hand. And Not directly related to Trump, but... Kicked them in the face, yeah. It's, it's that like, was an abortion thing, uh, yeah. a pro-life woman. Yeah, yeah. And what was it he said to her? Oh, what if... That was it. What if a woman's raped and she gets pregnant? And the pro-lifer was like, listen, my position is that baby is alive. Right. And then, yeah, he... he <laughs> He adopts a certain, I don't know, I don't think it's an actual legit martial arts stance, but he swings his arms around and turns his hip and then kicks her. Yeah. And I think it looked like he kicked her in the arm or something like that. I don't think he kicked her in the body. Right. The phone goes flying. Yeah. And immediately, Cuck Norris, I only, I only meant to kick the phone. I didn't mean to kick you. <laughs> might as well. I mean, it's more a visual thing, but we might as well. It's a very funny video. I guess if I just put in Cuck Norris, right, it's going to come up, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> property it's against the law somebody gets raped by somebody and they're like i'm a 16 year old and i can't have this baby think you should keep it it's a baby if someone was raped and she gave birth and she decided to kill her three-year-old child i meant to kick your phone someone call the cops do not touch me someone call the cops i'm Call the cops, call the cops. I hate that phrase. How morally bankrupt must you be, though, to just at that moment to think, yeah, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to I'm gonna kick her, but I'm going to style it as well. I'm going to do a sh- stupid little twist my hips and put my arms around stance and kick yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. Now... Why didn't he just walk away? 
Well, I mean, that's not really hashtag resistance by any means, no, is it? No, that's true, that's true. Like, the midterm elections are coming up in America. I would, if I was Republican, I would use these videos in my uh, campaign ads. Mm. And another one that was this week um, in Portland, not Antifa, just your usual black shirts, anarchists, black block, they'd call it, but they're like black shirts. They, uh, they were directing traffic in Portland. Oh, right. Where, like, they're, I bet the police like that. The police, they obviously, in these Democrat-run areas, whenever these anarchists show up, they all, it's so obvious the police are getting stand-down orders. Because mm. they're, they're, not, they're not even there. Right. They're oh, not they even in the background. Been, it could have just been like a flash mob thing, though. It might not have been... Uh, they might not have no, it was, um, it was an organised protest. Someone got shot by police. Oh, right. And I think it was, I think it was a Black Lives Matter thing. I'm not sure. But they're, like, they're blocking the roads, and whenever a driver comes up, hey, fuck you, fuck you, who streets... Oh, streets, that shit. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, inevitably, they're going to get run over. They're going to threaten someone that someone's going to go, hey, listen, I know my rights. You threaten me, I get to fucking run you over, defend myself. But yeah, Hillary Clinton this week, she was in England. I didn't know she was in the UK. Huh. Yeah, someone was someone kept that quiet for me. Huh. Yeah, I think MI5 kept that quiet for you. <laughs> and she was saying how you, like, I don't know who she was talking to, but they asked her about these sort of mob Oh, to bring this back to CNN, fake news, sorry, mm. nearly forgot. CNN were refusing to acknowledge that there are left-wing mobs. Like, yes, there are right-wing mobs, there are far-right mobs, but there are also left-wing mobs, and they refuse to acknowledge it. Well, they're not mobs, they, they call them protesters. Peaceful protesters mm. who hit people with bike locks and... <laughs> Wear masks. Yeah, like, Antifa, the Antifa of old, 70s, 80s, early 30s, whatever, they didn't feel the need to cover their faces... Like, they were so sure they were on the right, they didn't feel the need to do that. Mm. These people, this is how you know they're not Antifa, they're just anarchists and commie pinkos and what have you, anti-capitalists who get Ubers and mm. try and buy things as cheaply as possible and what have you. And then um, Hillary Clinton this week, she was in England at Oxford University and she was doing a sit-down interview. And she, like they brought up this whole, like, listen, there is an increasing uh, tendency for violence on the left. And she was like, well, how can you be civil to Republicans. How can, you, how can you be civil to Donald Trump? Wow. That's coming from... Uh, a sore fucking loser. That's, that's what it's coming from. That's coming from the renowned humanitarian... <laughs> she's still not over it, though, is she? No, no, no. She's really butthurt. I wouldn't be surprised if she tries to run again. Oh, my God. Donald Trump would be laughing if, if Hillary came out and said, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to run in 2020. He'd laugh. You'd hear it all the way from Trump Tower. Like, mm. Where does it end, though? I mean... Like we said earlier, the Democrats should cakewalk the mid-elections in about a month's time. It'll be interesting to find out, It's though. going to be close now because of the fact that the Democrats won't denounce this mob violence. I think it's sort of motivated the Republicans. I think, I think you might, in America, you might get the uh, phenomenon of, you know, like what we call a... Riot? No, you know, like a... Not, is it a shy conservative or... Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Definitely, I'm sure they do. There'll there be loads people... of there were loads of people who'd be like, yeah, of course I'm voting Democrat. And, you know, secretly they'll they'll vote Republican. They just won't tell anyone. Big fat X yeah. next to the traditionalist yeah, misogynist. I think, I think there'll be a bit a bit of that going on. You know, because I think I think I think generally people like you you think Kanye West is a bit stupid or mental. He's been able to see through the sort of media bullshit and the d- divisiveness of like this racial politics and the media and and don't forget he has fuck you money he can do what he wants and if like i said if you play it play it back at half speed and listen to it again (laughs) what he said like not a not a democrat not republican 
Trump, you know, he 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 sort of said that Trump isn't really a Republican or a Democrat. You know, he's it's his own businessman. Yeah, he's not a political animal at all. He wants the business, business, get things done, Bosch, do it. And tariffs, that's his thing. And tariffs on the wall, that's it. And that's that's what Kanye Kanye's been able to see through all the sort of rubbish. And whether that's intelligence or madness or whatever, I think a lot of other Americans would be, be the same. What bothers me the most about um, never-Trumpism, anti-Trumpism, the way that it's sort of spun as like being a war against women. It's like, hold on, a lot of women voted for Trump. He didn't literally say he grabs women by the pussy. That was hyperbole. He was trying to make another guy laugh. Well, maybe some girls like being grabbed by the pussy. <laughs> some of them do. Some of them do. Some of them do like the idea of just pinning, you just pin them down and just fuck the shit out of them. Some of them do like that. You can't start, you can't start there. You don't begin with that assumption. Yeah, it's not very graceful, is it? You do the courting thing first. Yes, yes, yes. Even, even the, even the the animals will like, you know, shake their feathers and go through the motions. Try and change colour or something, you know. A question, Tim. How do you spell the word women? Me? W-O-M-E-N, women. Well, how about W-O-M-X-N? How do you say that? Is it I like Chinese? <laughs> it's supposed to be pronounced exactly the same way. It's just you're, you're not really going to read it aloud, I don't think. I think that's the idea of it. But yeah, I can't even remember who it was. It was some... That's really out of order for like people who can't read. Because they'd be like, what the, what the... You know. Well, imagine it, they do it in Braille for blind people. <laughs> it's like, why do you keep misspelling... <laughs> Why, is it, why do I feel this, this X? Where's this X coming from? Where did it come from? I can't remember, but now I'm going to have to fucking Google it because I don't care. I, the only thing I saw, maybe you shouldn't even talk about it then, but like the, the only thing I saw, it was like a, a, a woman who wrote about it. She was critical because she said, why is it only, like, so why is it got to be like women spelt differently? Why can't they spell men differently? <laughs> why does it have to be women that have to like take up these new mantles? Well, like, I can't remember who it was, right? Which body, which organization? It was some sort of workshop, some sort of practical skills workshop in terms of like getting hands on, do you know what I mean? And I think there was a range of things from like art to design technology, something like that. Mm. But the idea was it was a four day event where you'd have these different workshops and men were excluded from it. The idea was to get women into avenues of work and what have you that are traditionally male dominated. Street sweeping. So the so the idea, like the reason why they didn't spell men M X N when I went to the website, the word men wasn't there at all because the whole idea of it is to exclude men. It was a hot thing just for women. But the reason why they uh, every time the word women women was there in the website, it was spelt with an X. They consulted what I could only imagine is a transgender group of women, and they've come up with this spelling to be more inclusive to trans women. Oh man. Don't try and don't ask me to make sense of it. No. If that is who you are, that shouldn't be all you are. Do you know what I mean? There's some people like they're so boring that the only thing they've got to say about themselves is their sexuality and or their, you know, what they identify as. Arguably the most boring aspect of any person. individual. Yeah. But there's like, I don't think these people view themselves as individuals. I think they've got a very collectivist, communitarian mindset where they don't want to be a lone person. They want to belong to a collective. I know, but the thing is, it, it, but it's like a, the fact it has to have a sort of momentum and a movement to it. That's what I don't get because someone can say like, I'm a, I'm a woman, and it's like, okay, and that's it. It's, it's, I don't know what that means, no, but yeah, whatever. But it, it's, it's a one second thing and it's like, what's next then? 
let's, right, let's yeah. just get on with things. But no, what you, do you think about this? But you're not you're not allowed to get on with things. It's like no, no, I'm a woman. It's like yeah, okay, okay, let's keep going. It's okay. No, no, I'm a woman. Yeah, but okay. but do you do you think stop I'm a real me. woman? Stop, stop well, you told me. me you're not a real woman, and now you ask me if I think you are a real woman. And There's like, no such thing as real women. And, you know. So I mean, it is all to do with transgenderism. It does revolve around that. And I've seen um, I've seen misspellings of the word women before. The one I've seen, most common one I've seen is um, instead of an E or an X, a Y, women, W-O-M-Y-N. And obviously the point there is to uh, take the word men out of women or take the word man out of woman. But it's like, a, it's nothing new. It's a long-standing tradition going back as long as 100 years. It's like, if you're a man, you're just mister, aren't you? But traditionally, if you're a woman, you could be a miss a missus mix mix no mrs ms or miss that's been around for a long long time and like why is it always women who've had to have all these different delineations whereas well, men it's a social just, status thing right yeah but it's but in a way it's been transposed now to these new seemingly there's like another 20 different things you can be each with their own like acronym well 10 of those are some variation of nazi or, or right far right but it's all these misspellings they're all about erasing men not literally and yet this story this controversy of spelling women with an x it was spun as a misogynistic phenomenon when it was all about the whole thing is about excluding men yeah but it's it's rooted in misogyny well, bizarre oh well yeah and even more bizarre because there's been stories in the last i remember a few months ago there was a big thing where f- some feminists were being misogynistic <laughs> to transgender women what with the actual definition of woman? Yeah, that one, the poster saying like you can't swim in the swimming pool, you can't swim in Hampstead Heath women's pond because you're a bloke, and it's like no, I'm a transgender woman. Oh, this is they do it nude, right? Isn't it? No, I thought there was a naked. I thought it was a nude thing. I wouldn't know about that. So he'd be the, like, he, she'd be there with his <laughs> dick swinging. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but the fact that like some groups of feminist women aren't accepting of transgender females they're called TERFs T-E-R-F they're actually being misogynistic because they're like well kind of yeah I know my brain is like like, splintering um, as we speak like in scanners when his head explodes (laughs) (laughs) what is the pay gap between seven genders 72 genders (laughs) 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 it'd be like so many heads exploding it's like fireworks going off <laughs> but I can't, the misogynist in me, I can't help but think that women have such a penchant for self victimization that even when they're being misandrist and like just reveling in how much they hate men, they're victimizing themselves. Oh, oh, it was obviously a man that came up with this spelling. No, it wasn't. It was a trans woman who I keep, I'm constantly told by the right side of historyists, trans women are real women, even though there's no such thing as real women, but let's not go there. Try and avoid that landmine. What the fuck is going on to I saw this thing where they had two mice. It was this this week. It was this oh, week. Oh, two female mice gave birth, right? Yeah. 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 And it's just like... A lot of misandrists, yeah, were just suddenly like... <laughs> but it's like... So it's like you, you might need... You, you won't need men anymore to create new life. And all the men will just be using sex bots. <laughs> so it's like... It's, it's a weird world we're making... Connected to their PS4s it's, it's and PS6s a, It's a weird world we're creating for ourselves, man. Let's be honest, Westerners. We're all just waiting for Chinese hegemony. We're just waiting for them to just take over the world. We've lost our sense of self. 
our place in the world, our, our spirit, our character. And we're just waiting for Chinese domination now. That and climate change. Chinese Chinese democracy. That was the title of Chinese some, democracy. That was that was the title of uh, the last Guns N' Roses album, I think. <laughs> but you just you shout wanker at your local MP, and suddenly you just disappeared in the middle of the night. No one knows what happened to you. Your next door neighbours were just hmm. they're on TV talking about what a nice guy they thought you were. Obviously, you're a piece of shit. Otherwise, why would you have disappeared? And then the next time anyone sees you, you're in a stadium lined up against a wall, or you're leaving the country in pieces in small diplomatic bags. Very generous of you to donate your organs like that. The, the world we live in now, we don't have any real problems or exterior threats. You know, there's not going to be, hopefully, a World War Three. So it's like society has sort of conjured up these new sort of battlefronts to sort of <laughs> create yeah. dissent with. Well, for the first time in human history, there's no threat. There's no goal. We're not working towards anything. There's no unity. There's no sense of community. That's true. This is like, this is unprecedented territory for a human civilization and we don't know what the fuck we're doing another person who doesn't know what the fuck they're doing tim theresa may how's brexit going i think she's 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 dancing around the situation deftly just waiting biding time she's going to try and do some dodgy deal with the eu they're already building a lorry park in, in the motorway in kent apparently oh that kent mp's uh, he's livid isn't he yeah because they didn't tell him <laughs> but it's you know fair enough at least prepare but the thing is i i always thought you know, despite your best intentions, I always say, like, you can have the way you want things to turn out, <clears throat> but you're a fool if you don't prepare yourself for other scenarios. Even Some kind scenarios. of contingency. I know, in reality, and I've known since the start, really, it's always going to be no deal. Probably, I don't know, mate. You like, have said from the start, no deal yeah, is the most likely. I think la last, last time, on the last show, I actually said, we're going to get a good deal like Canada, and people will be like... Plus, plus, super pe Canada. People will, be, people will be jealous of us. And, you know, maybe that was a bit optimistic, based on what's happened. But I just think, but from the very start, I just saw that with, with the amount of ego involved and people not losing, wanting to lose face, things and the way the EU has always taken things to the wire. Not really. We're the ones taking it to I the wire. I can see it going in as no deal. And the, the general public and most of the Conservatives, they're not going to accept this Brexit in Checkers. name only thing in, and like some sort of continuation contingency period where we'll keep all the laws and stuff but it needs to be intermediary period yeah we're, we're just we're still in the eu yeah the, you need you need to clean cut and then and then tabula rasa new ground then you can can do stuff you know you have to start from from a clean cut and i, I, I can see no the, deal um, being the most logical thing in the end i think that's probably the most reckless way of doing it but i think go, it's fuck uh, it listen we're just because I, I mean technically we're under wto rules anyway i know but it's inevitable I think I think what people forget is it's never happened before. Yeah, no one's ever left before. No one's ever left before. And so no like, one's going to leave after this. Well, no, come on. We're not going to leave. Italy will get Italy will manage to get kicked kicked out probably somehow. They <laughs> will write the rules to kick them more, out. Probably more Greece, but yeah. I'm, I'm still of the position that we're not going to leave because we've done what? nothing on like there's so much stuff we should have done by now in terms of preparation. Tom. And we've done Tom, none of Tom, it. The Tom, civil service the civil service this is what this is what's happening in the civil service. The people working on Brexit, they come into the Brexit department for a month. They do nothing. They leave. They get a massive bonus for doing absolutely fuck all, and no one there has any idea of what's happening or what the end goal is. It doesn't, we're not leaving. It's just we're, it's all, it's going to go down to the wire, and it will be no deal. But Tom, you said we're not leaving. You want us to leave, don't you? Well, yeah, I voted leave, yeah. So. so you want us to leave. And you just said we're not leaving. And I hoped for EFTA. But I honestly think, like, you'd, you'd be really angry if, 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 they don't, if we don't leave. 
I think there'll be like protests and stuff. Like I can really see they have to. I'm going to be down Tom, there, Tom. They, that's what I mean. And you're like a fairly mild guy. There's like I walk out of my office and go straight to Parliament Square as soon as they announce we're not leaving. But there's, there's people like more passionate than us. You know, you, you saw them out like supporting Tommy Robinson. You know, all those. You know, there's genuine nutters out there, and like <laughs> they, they're going. They have to leave, Tom. They have to leave. They know they have to leave Who's because the... the public is just. They're just too violent. Honestly, the, the Joe Cox's murderer. What name did he answer to in court? Like Grand Lord on High? What was it? He I had some weird that. name. But the, yeah, there's probably other guys like him out there who have guns. They have like old service revolvers from their granddad and whatever. It's the whole army. I can imagine everyone in the army voted to leave. I don't. I really don't know how the, the breakdown of that. I'm pretty certain. Come I know on. it was generally it was a haves versus have nots to use old. It was on seventies rhetoric. It was. A, it was. It was. It was definitely a class thing. Definitely. I'd say so, most, mostly. And but middle class people don't want to leave. The political class is predominantly middle class. They listen only to the middle class. They don't talk to working yeah, classes. There's, there's, there's a huge mass of people who just can't psychologically process voting to make yourself poorer. They, they can't wrap their heads around that, why someone in, would do that. In the that. short term. Why someone would do that, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but they just can't, they just can't physically compute that. Uh, and, the and, trade-off was yeah. it was sold as sovereignty. They, they just put the economy down as the the sort of baseline that, that that all goodness springs from. You know, you don't, but you don't base a successful society on the size of its GDP. That's that's not the fundamental thing. It's like happiness is is mm. much more important. Remember what I said earlier about people who are like, oh yeah, I'm definitely, I'm really uh, anti-capitalist, and uh, but I couldn't, I couldn't live without Uber. <laughs> it's like deep, like Uber, are like. Remember in Star Trek, the Ferengi, they were like the they were like a representation of the absolute worst of libertarian capitalist economics. Yeah, that's what people are like now. They're not really liberal. They're not really that left wing. They really hate working class people, even though they say they're left wing. Which, like, to me is like that's. Uh, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's it's insanity to say that to be like, oh, I really hate working class people, but I'm left wing. No, you're not. No, and it's the the, the intellectual superiority as well. It was like, you know, where they think that their vote will matter more than someone else's simply because they went to university. Oh, Even the, if it was like a stupid degree in... Um, yeah, like a degree in physical education, and Madonna you know. studies. Of course, you get people from working class backgrounds, but because they go to university, oh, su- suddenly they're, they're, they're like... Well, you have to be middle class. Everyone, everyone is around... I've read a lot about this. Um, a lot of working class people that go to uni immediately have imposter syndrome. Because almost everyone else around them is middle class mm. and making a big deal, letting it be known but when, that that's their social but, but status. When, but when they come out of that system, and, yeah, it is, class. and it is a system, however like free and studenty they think they are, you're still in that same fucking system you were when you were in school, mate. Yeah, they come out as two things. One, middle class. Two, embarrassed to be English. Do you think um, Theresa May and Checkers, which we correctly predicted was going to be rejected by the EU. I think everyone correctly predicted that. Not Chuck bragging. Checkers. He's even got his own little catchphrase. <laughs> How about Chuck Theresa May into the English Channel? To get rid of Checkers, you have to get rid of Theresa May. Um, I think Theresa May will just get rid of herself when it's no deal on the 29th of Perhaps March. throw herself off a roof. Or <laughs> it's like I'm thinking of a bottle of brandy and a revolver. <laughs> I predicted she was going to go this summer. She didn't. I was gutted. But at the same time, I don't know who I'd want. I don't. I don't want Boris. I don't want Savage Javid. I don't want uh, Jacob Reese Mogg. I think you're going to get Boris. Ugh. He's a buffoon. He's, he's like, like Trump. He's like Trump light. You know, 
Trump shite because he he doesn't he doesn't have the sort of business, but he's got like the column inches in his his own writing as well as the tabloid media. He's sort of yeah. If Trump went to a British boarding school, he'd be Boris. Who the fuck else have the Tories Fat and got? Blonde. <laughs> and he's losing his hair, Boris. He knows his time's coming. Where uh, if he's too bald, he can't run. Because in the twenty, I promise you, in the twenty first century, you're not going to see a bald head of state in the televisual era. It's just not going to happen. About, They're all going to be... What about um, Jeremy Corbyn? What's it called? Telegenic? Is that the word? Oh, yes. Telegenic. Yes. All future leaders are all going to be media savvy, telegenic. A lot of people who used to vote conservative aren't going to vote for them again. Yeah, they're dead. No young they people... Old no, no young old No young people want to vote no, conservative. Because they can't get in the property ladder. And it's really frustrating in the sense that the Tories know it. They've been saying for months now, at least the backbench have, mm. build more houses. You want to win an election? Have like a headline of... X hundred thousand new homes, do you know what I mean? Affordable homes. But they, they, but they won't do it. They fuck themselves though, because technically I think the... Were you saying there's not enough bricks? There's to not it? enough bricks, there's probably not enough work... Labourers. Yeah. Especially uh, post-Brexit. Post Just cranes. I think pretty yeah, much I think pretty much every crane is, is probably booked now at the moment, you know. For London mostly. It's, it's the way, like one, one sort of, you were talking about capitalism earlier, one sort of scary thing I read the other day was, um, it was like um, capitalism is not compatible with the ecological survival of planet Earth. And oh, it, the IPCC, the UN's, uh, we've got 22 years left to live, that prediction. That was their prediction, but just this statement didn't take in any time frames. But it just said, just... just we have to exist- overthrow capitalism, basically, to save the planet. Yeah, because eventually we'll run out of shit to sell. You know, you, you will have cut down every tree, you will have sucked every last drop of oil, and it's, it's run out. You know, it's, it's stupid. You know, Yeah, we give the rainforest CO2... The rainforest gives us oxygen. Yeah. Well, what happens if the rainforest disappears? I've always, I was always fascinated by those. There, there was a book that was out in the 70s by a guy called uh, James Lovelock. Gaia oh, yeah, that name sounds familiar. Gaia Theory. Gaia, the Mother Earth. The Earth is a living organism thing. I don't... What Gaia posits is that it could get to a point where like humans are causing so much trouble on Earth. That she kills us. She kills us. Mother like, Earth kills like, us. With flu or Godzilla. You know, I know what I'd prefer. Godzilla, yeah, yeah. totally. <laughs> I want to be the guy that gets stepped on Earthquakes by Godzilla. Earthquakes and tsunamis and global warming. And- Quickest way to be killed by Godzilla, I think, is being stepped on. No, man, it's the atomic breath, surely. If it's instant incineration. <laughs> but being stepped on is instantaneous. And imagine if um, I've got my headphones on, music blaring, I haven't even noticed Godzilla behind me, and then just splat. At least it's like instantaneous, I'm just crushed. Probably wouldn't even feel it, it'd be so quick. I mean, we're not climate change denialists, right? But... And this group, this IPCC, didn't they predict 30 years ago London would be submerged underwater by now? Yeah. So they're like, their long-term predictions are pretty much always wrong. Well, like I say, I live in North London, which is pretty hilly. So I don't and care. didn't it used to be 2 degrees? And now it's 1.5, they're saying. What, if the temperature goes up, everything will... The alarmist target was 2 degrees for decades, and now it's 1.5. There is one that does. There is there is one that they say is quite bad though. Where if the temperature of the sea, yeah, which is rising, goes up too much, then algae will die. And like if this algae Plankton dies, yeah, or something like that, can't. This, then everything will just sort of cascade down from there. So yeah, the food chain would be fucked. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think like I say, I think humanity just doesn't really care anymore. I mean, this no, was it, uh, back in the sixties. The whole the rainforest is being destroyed. Yeah. The uh, humanity is destroying its own biosphere. I know, but it's and no like, one's cared in forty years. I know, but that's other that, than the eco warrior nutcases. But that's but that's probably like when when 
people ask me why I like Donald Trump, and it's like obviously it's for the laughs, but there is this <laughs> yeah. there is this space, shit poster in there is this space force thing, and f- f- for me, like the the only the only sort of like you said, we don't we're not doing anything as a civilization, blah blah. Yeah, the only totally step forward we, we have to do, we have to go into space. It's not going to happen for the sake of the planet. Not going to happen. But then, you, then maybe then Gaia theory is a bit stupid because why would a sort of ecosystem create a creature that would ultimately fuck it Destroy up? Destroy it, yeah. So, you know, it's, you know, okay. Maybe maybe we are an aberration that does need to be. As uh, Bill Hicks once said, like amoebas with leather belts and rubber-soled shoes. <laughs> Pretty much. Speaking of uh, leather belts and rubber-soled shoes, well, they don't wear leather belts, actually. That analogy doesn't work. Uh, the British military. They do wear leather belts. They're not leather. They're sort oh, of oh, they're canvas. that sort of canvasy, yeah. yeah. But and uh, Tommy Robinson and Soldier X. Yeah, I didn't. I'm not aware of this Soldier X thing. I kind of know the story, but I, I didn't hear this Soldier X. Soldier X is the one who's actually being kicked out. Now. Oh, the cadet. So they want one of them's being kicked out. Another 27 or so of them have been reprimanded. To give backstory, Tommy Robinson was at a gas station, a petrol station. He was at Watford Gap services coach load full of military cadets yeah so 17 year olds not even privates right yeah brett Kavanaugh. they posed with a uh, for a photo with tommy robinson yeah and one of them's been discharged why only one why i think he was the one who was pointing at the flag tattoo on his arm or i don't know oh, or, the, or, or the one who sake. took the picture or but apparently apparently you know it's been handled very badly because because Tommy Robinson does not represent the views of the armed forces. Like they're woke, but they murder people. I know it's like, and you look at the U- UK army, and where have they been fighting for the last in third world shitholes? Where have they been fighting for the last ten years? Who, who have they been fighting for the last ten years? Muslims, the world, the world of Islam, you know, extreme Muslims, and it's, it's obvious they're going to be of the psychology of not liking extreme muslims and someone who goes on youtube every day and says he doesn't like extreme muslims <laughs> they're gonna like him aren't they and want their photo with him it's oh. not rocket science but he's a far right figurehead tim mm. even though i've never once seen anybody actually list why he's far right I mean, i'm sorry even if you hate tommy robinson i still want my soldiers to be like brutal <laughs> brutal sadistic killers <laughs> At age 17. You know, the the worst of the worst, you know, the, the, the trash... You Cold, know, cold-blooded cold psychopaths. Yeah. Cold-blooded psychopaths, you know. Which is ultimately what they're trained to be in a way. You, you know. Could, you could spin it as that. Now that this has happened, this is the thing. By, them, by the army making a big deal out of it and sort of censuring him, it sort of encouraged him to speak up now because what he was saying now is like he's encouraging all the soldiers to take selfies of themselves with their heads not in the picture, holding a piece of paper saying I'm beheading sol- them, saying that I am Soldier X, right? Okay. As in like I am Spartacus, that exactly. Kind of thing. And so all this, this was all like sort of spreading around now on the internet, and he's he's sort of trying to wind up the army a bit, mm. you know. You'll never see an article, a TV segment about Tommy Robinson where the words far right aren't put before his name. You'll never see that not happen. Mm. I don't think he's far right at all. I think far-right people, the far-right people I know and think of, and I say I, I know, I don't know them personally, they are political animals. Mm. They have a whole, not amazingly well-thought-out political theory, but yeah. they have a political theory. I, and Tommy Robinson doesn't. He just, mm. he doesn't like Islam. He's a one-trick yeah. pony. I see him as a bit of a Chavi Alex Jones. He's more of a libertarian. 
but only on one thing. But he said he he said he supports free speech and gay rights. Well, of course, he's, he's not, been censored. And, yeah, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, it is, I don't know. Okay, he was arrested <clears throat> for um, a technicality on his mortgage application, which my understanding is most people who are found guilty of that don't go to prison for it. They pay a fine and that's it. Right. Whereas the state made a point of sending Tommy Robinson to prison over it. They uh, And of course, most recently he they was... Broke in, they didn't break into his house, but you know what I mean? They came around, they stormed his house and tossed it to try and find something. Yeah. And that's like, in America, the difference between Britain and America, an American lawyer would be able to say, well, why were the police there in the first place? What, what crime did they suspect him of that justified them being there? Because there wasn't a justification for it. But, well, he has a history of uh, football hooliganism, which, like I say, like, Tom Robinson's a bit of a tragic figure to me in a sense of um, there's no happy ending for him. No, he's, he's, he's sort of set himself off on a certain path, hasn't he? Um, but, yeah, uh, he'll indeed, never escape his path but in, either. Indeed, like, there's like a sort of chant now. There's like, you know, the songs about him and stuff, and it, he's sort of become bigger than himself. He's more of a sort of representative of a movement, isn't he? And again, it's a class, it's a class, a oh, class yeah, definitely. one, yeah. I don't know if it's just a matter of time. Well, let's uh, be clear on this. He broke the law last year uh, when he was outside the courtroom. It's still to be decided, isn't it? No, he pled guilty. He didn't. He didn't plead guilty. He did. I saw an interview with him yesterday, when he said he didn't plead guilty. Really? Yeah. Pretty sure he's been. Ad- I saw a Facebook rant he went on where he was like, "I'm going back to prison in two weeks." Yeah. Because he pled guilty to the charge. No, no. Even though there was a mishandling of it by yeah. the judge, I'm sure, which I, is why he got out for a was, while. I've been watching, I've been watching these videos of him because this soldier thing. And, I'm pretty sure uh, he pled guilty. He, he said he said he didn't plead guilty, and it was yeah. like within ten minutes he. But he's going back to prison, and he knows he is. And I don't think it's. Um, I don't agree with the Tommy Robinson protesters, the yeah. free Tommy Robinson. Those I don't agree with them on that one. But like I say, he's a one-trick pony. He's not far right. Mm. He's just a. Uh, whether you agree with it or not, believe him or not, the whole uh, Europe's being Islamified, if that's even a word. That's all he's about. Yeah. But why did he come to prominence in the first place? Do you remember the... Because um, he's from Luton. Yes. Which is a very military town, especially like a working class mobile infantry military town. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember there was like there's sort of like a new custom that started in the Iraq war where veterans that were coming back oh, yes. dead in coffins would would be paraded. Maybe paraded is not the right word, but they would drove, but not just, drive through Luton. Okay, yeah. And also when the troops returned home, you know, they'd right. march through. And Muslims would come. I say Muslims, but a certain uh, sect, if you will, would show up and spit at the coffins as they were driving past. Mm. And I, I th- that's the first time I remember Tommy Robinson. He formed the EDL, the English Defence League, off mm. the back of that. Which was an organisation of basically like football hooligans. Yeah, and it, just even those those three words, you know, it's uh, you can see it's there's a very there's a certain sort of immaturity or lack of thought in that because it's, it's well you know. for uh, middle class people it's it screams white nationalism. Yeah. Anything English that's not to do with the English football team directly, yeah, screams white nationalism. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think he is a white nationalist. I don't think he's far right. I just think he he's got one thing that he talks about. How much he doesn't like Islam. Yeah. And to be honest with you, I don't, you know, it doesn't, the issue doesn't affect me too much because the areas that I live and operate in are very, very mixed. But I can imagine if, if I lived somewhere like Luton or these other places where the, 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 the lines are more clear, you know. Well, it's racially diverse, Luton. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. One of the most mm. uh, multi-ethnic 
places in the UK. But I'm talking more like the ghettoisation thing, where like it's whole, very working class area. Yeah, but like yeah. whole streets will be one, one type or of the piece. other. Yeah, yeah. That's different. That's not like my experience of it. Maybe if that was my experience, then you can see where people think their surroundings have changed too quickly. You know, for them to accept or get used to. Do you think Tommy Robinson represents a revolt of the working class that have not English working class? I think he's he's given a voice to to some people. He's he's like a sort of megaphone on legs that other people can shout through now. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's yeah, he's representative of a class that like I think we live in an age where um everything from newspapers, magazines, TV shows, radio shows. Yeah. It's all aimed at white middle class sensibilities. I'll be I'll be even more specific and a little bit misogynistic. It's aimed at middle class white women sensibilities. And Tommy, there's nothing, Tommy Robinson and that, you know, the Venn diagram of those two. Yes. There's no crossover there. Not at all, not at all. And like, and like you say, it's, 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 but because they've never given that a voice, it's created this pressure. And now, now this, this, this pressure has sort of bubbled up and he's like the one floating on top of the bubbles. But the thing is that the, the, the sort of liberal elite, media elite, whatever you want to call it, they know this, but still they refuse to engage with him. So they're, they're still sort of creating that little pressure bubble. Whereas if instead of just calling him far right, if they had him on those shows, you know, in more open debate, I know he was like on Sky recently, but he said, he said that Sky, you know... Do they not have him on anymore? No, Sky Sky interviewed him and he said he was going to sue them because they sort of cut it to pieces. Oh, right, okay. And um, oh, they, that was, they cut it. They would ask a certain question. He'd give an answer. But it wouldn't be... But they spliced it so that he was answering different, different questions. questions. Yeah, yeah. But... Um, Oh yeah, Newsnight did a special on him. And it's like, you know he's out of prison. You know he can talk. They don't have the excuse of, well, he swears. Yeah. And we can't have him on the national... No, he doesn't. He knows not to swear and all of that, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But they didn't have him on. They had middle class people talking about him. And And it's like, it was so... If you're working class, it was painfully obvious what the ruse was. This is what the middle class thinks of Tommy Robinson. Not what they think, but then I. You, but then what's changed? Because I cast my mind back not too long ago, where the BBC was quite proud of the fact they had the leader of the BNP. Oh, on Question Time, on Question Nick Griffin, Time, and it was his owl. and it was his his destruction and the destruction of the BNP as well. He was humiliated. Yeah, and people were saying, "Isn't this great that we allowed this person on?" gave him enough rope to hang himself why the can't- right side of history did say you can't give him a platform oh no that would all that would do is aid the bmp the bmp doesn't exist anymore yeah so why can't they do the same for tommy robinson the right side of history were wrong what's the, what's the difference well he uh he has his own platform that we want him banned from we want him banned from youtube and facebook and um what's it called periscope the live streaming thing okay because that seems to be mostly TikTok. what he does, is live streaming. Like, he does a rant. He does a 20-minute rant. But, I mean, he came to prominence because he was speaking up. I remember, the like I said, the first thing I remember with him was EDL, Luton, and the military funerals. The second thing I remember him for was uh, Rotherham, grooming gangs, back in, like, maybe 2010, 2011. And to be honest with you, like... And he was one of the first to openly, publicly talk about it. Yeah. Nick and- Griffin, I think, did a few years earlier but then he was just dismissed as like far right conspiracy but not just talk about it but keep talking about it 
Keep talking about After it. After being told to shut up. Keep talking about it. You know, it's like you can you can report the story on the six o'clock news and they, they, they did, you know, you can report the story that ten men were, you know, uh, sentenced to sixteen years each for, you know, twenty five sexual assaults over ten years. And then that's it. That's the end of the story. You don't hear it again. But he'd say this is this is a thing in the communities that are happening in these towns. Yeah, it's not a single incident. But he himself said, going back to the soldier thing, is like this this soldier was sacked or whatever because they're not meant to have any political allegiance or sh- you know show political f- favor. But he isn't a politician. Not whilst in uniform. He isn't a politician. Yeah. He technically he's a journalist. So it's all very. So, so again, it, so again, that. it seems like a massive overreaction and a shifting of the goalposts and an exception made, and it just creates more controversy and more pressure. Like I say, is this? I think he's more of an activist than a journalist. Like what journalist yeah. only does one thing? Like all good journalists. I think he wanted to be um, like a YouTube journalist. Yeah, that's not going to happen. No. And I think the like, like I say, it's tragic in a sense of um, even if he decides to just be like, okay, fuck it. I renounce my old ways. I go against it all, and I'm just I'm just going to drop out of the public eye. Mm. Anywhere he and his family go, the police are going to harass them. Even if like he renounces it all, drops it all, and it's like it's really sad that that's kind of what our um, our cultures come to. Like, there's no possibility of redemption, forgiveness. You did this once. You're a piece of shit. You're always a piece of shit. Like I say, I think it's a tragic ending for Tommy Robinson. He'll either die in prison. Or he'll just him and his family will just be harassed for being far right and kicked out of wherever places wherever they go to. It's just interesting here. So it's because do you think it's he's arguing an argument that he he can't win, or do you think he's fighting a fight that he he'll never win, or he shouldn't even you know? It's I don't know how it's going to pan out really. Um, I think there was a a revolt of the elites against working class people. People like Tommy Robinson back in the eighties. And I think what we're seeing now with uh, populism, and particularly um, right wing, what, what's being dubbed right wing populism, yeah, is you're seeing the revolt to the revolt of the elites. You're seeing the public, particularly the lower middle working class public, trying to fight back. Yeah, and, and, and but they don't really know how. Well, do Brexit, you know what I mean? I know, and like Brexit again, it's, it's Trump, Brexit, yeah. Tom Robinson. Yeah, there is. Uh, I think the Farage. I think it's a bit of a strenuous connection, but there is a no, it's, connection. It's a class. It is a, there is a class thing, or at least it's a. It's a you know it's, it's going well, against if you're, the um, system. Middle class bohemian North London. Yeah. Oh, it's a, you're ill educated. It's an ill educated thing. You do you do a podcast called Ill Informed Insight. What the fuck do you know? That's the whole point. We know ah, we know about yeah. as much as you do, it's, cocksucker. It's but. what I don't know that you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the most intelligent thing anybody ever said is, uh, I don't know anything. No, I think the, I'm not a, I don't know nothing kind of person, but I think I, I don't know nearly enough. So. I liked it when um, it was in a Superman comic where like this super sphinx asked Superman like the, a really How hard riddle. How does Lois Lane not know your fucking Superman? But he asked, well, Superman had to answer this riddle or Lois Lane would die basically and so this super sphinx asked him what happens when the irresistible force meets the the immovable object nothing right that's the whole point they cancel each other out superman said they they surrender to whom it doesn't matter to superman (laughs) it doesn't matter they surrender but like that's that's the thing it's like by 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 admitting what you know what you don't know by sort of surrendering that that's that that allows space for new things See, this is why I don't like comic books. His grappling is just Tremendous one step ahead. Stayed pretty safe. He's just getting controlled very badly is the only difference. He's got it. 
and it's under the net. There it is. There's the tap. Still undisputed. Speaking of immovable object versus irresistible force, unstoppable force, Conor McGregor versus Khabib. Nuga, not going to be fighting in UFC anymore. Nuga Medov, what's his name? Nuga Medov or something like that. I don't know. Khabib. I'm not saying it. I like Khabib. You know this. I'm not a fan of his fight. This style. number one easy fight, lightweight division. I like him. Have you ever seen him throw a Even kick? Even though he is Russian and Muslim. What are, his, what are his kicks like? I don't. I don't think I've ever seen him. He does. He does throw low kicks every now and then. Everyone can do a low kick. Can, can he do a spinning back kick? That's what I don't know. No, he's a grappler. He grabbed Conor but, McGregor's ankles, and from there on, and would not let go. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> that was murder. She wrote. And of course, for anyone who doesn't know, we're talking about a UFC, yeah. MMA, yeah, yeah. cage fighting. Lightweight champion, Khabib. Connor submitted to a, what, chin lock? Uh, it was like a neck crank where Khabib was also like digging his elbow into yeah. his back. That's it, like, it was... Apparently it's incredibly painful. Exactly. It's, it's pain. It's pain. He's Rather fucking, than a choke. Exactly. Why, that's, I was watching that and I was thinking, McGregor, why did you tap? And it was like, it's because you're fucking pussy. I think he'd already sort of... Um, <laughs> You weren't going to go unconscious, mate. You had your chin. You know, he was pulling on your chin. He was was, trapped. He was pulling the nerves in your fucking jawbone, you know, but your jawbone was allowing you to breathe. This might be bullshit, but I have technically read you can break someone's jaw with that technique. Yeah. I'm not saying Khabib would have done that. It's just very Yeah, he could have fucked him up. Have you ever had, um, like, you know, when your tooth, like wisdom tooth sort of thing? It's the same sort of nerve. It's the same sort of nerve. It's like very... I don't like things being dug into my back. Even just like the digging the elbow into the yeah. back thing would have. But I was watching that, and I was I was actually thinking like, how could I escape that? How could I escape that? There's I, definitely a way. Yeah, and I couldn't do it because why not? He was wearing UFC gloves. Oh right, so yeah, the, that does make a difference. The, he's the 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 second the four knuckles. Yeah, it was it was it was it has like padding on, and what people don't know is like, see where Khabib had his arm around his neck there. If you dig your knuckle into the the muscle there, it actually switches. What on the forearm? Yeah, it actually switches it off. No, makes it a lot weak. I don't know about that. Put me in a neck lock. No, fuck off. Just touch here. Look, I'll show you with my knuckle. (laughs) But seriously, you can do shit like that. I know someone grabbed me once, and I grabbed their wrist and I dug my thumb and my fingers into there, and they were like, "Ah, like I must have trapped a nerve or something." But to like to be, was the guy's fucking strangling you and trying to break your neck? Or I'm going to place my knuckle in precisely yeah, the true. right point. Yeah. Come on, man. Well, <coughs> you got more than one knuckle. But it was... Um, it was he could have, he could, if, if there were no rules, he could have bitten his way out of that. Ah, for fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was billed as the biggest fight in UFC and therefore MMA history. Don't know about that, but it was, it was a big deal. Did a massive buy rate, apparently over $2 million. Yeah. Uh, I believe Conor McGregor made $5 million purse. Khabib was due to receive a $2 million purse. However, after the fight, Khabib jumped onto... Like, first, he talked shit to Conor McGregor. Fair enough, Conor talked a lot of trash, insulted uh, Khabib's dad, insulted his country. Mm -hmm. So he talks shit to Conor, takes his mouthpiece out and throws it at Conor McGregor's corner of, like, uh, like mostly hype men, Mm. fight coaches and things, Mm. at a specific fighter, Dylan Dennis, I think his name is. And then he jumps over the cage... And he f- soars like an eagle through the air, does Khabib. Double foot stomp like M. Bison. Like Super Mario. Yeah, just like, <laughs> you know that move though, the foot press? That's what he was trying to do. Yeah, he didn't have his arms folded, <laughs> no. unfortunately, yeah. But if he did, that would have been an amazing photo. 
started off a massive fight in the cage. Connor was like getting blindsided. But do you see how well Connor defended himself? Like he actually landed, even though he was getting yeah, blindsided, he, left he landed the first punch against two of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, big fight, big melee breaks out and Khabib's purse has been withheld. Yeah. He hasn't been paid yet. No, but he's since since then he's he's had like a meeting with putin i saw that putin <laughs> met him. so you know he's 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 doing very well for himself whatever's going on will he fight again in the ufc definitely they all they'll want him to yeah dana white he's always ashamed of what happens but he has no shame he loves it secretly he Do was not watching, trust this man dana he, white you know he's like he was like watching Connor smash that bus up. And he was going, oh no, oh no, this is brilliant. Despicable, this, this is, is the awful. worst day. This is fucking brilliant, this is awful. This is the <laughs> darkest moment in our sports history. And then it's in every yeah. promo package. And he's wanking while he's watching it, like saying all that stuff. Where, where is like the class of like Hicks and Gracie, people like that? Hicks and I'm going to hold my choke too long, Gracie. Yeah, but you don't jump All the Gracies did that. They're right, they're all, they're all a bit egotistical. But like, I think they set a bad tone, really, the Gracies. Probably. But anyway, Khabib. So his purse has been withheld. I saw an Instagram post from him where he was saying, listen, UFC, just let me go. Just release me from my contract. Oh, because two of his teammates were on the UFC roster oh, right, as right. fighters. Yeah. And like two of them jumped in the cage, attacked Connor. So they've been let go. Yeah, you can't forgive that. And Khabib's like, well, we're, we're a family. You let one of us go. You attack one of us. You attack yeah. all of us. You I let st- one of us go. You have to let us all go. I think the, the, I know that Conor McGregor didn't press criminal charges against the guys who jumped in the cage. They've ultimately been let go, even though they were arrested. And Rightly so. But I don't think there's been a decision made yet by the Las Vegas board. You know, the people actually regulate it. They're still investigating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, that's that's really the most important thing. Although the first thing they did decide was they were going to pay Connor. Like, they have the legal right to stop the UFC paying out. Uh-huh. But they, yeah, they said Connor should get paid, but Khabib shouldn't. Oh, there was r- ridiculousness from um, Khabib nuthuggers and Connor haters. Oh, yeah. Connor not- threw the first punch. No, he didn't. Khabib threw the first double foot stomp. <laughs> yeah, but like, why, 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 why? Why did he do it? And they said... That's a good, fair question. It's because he insulted his dad. It's because they... And his country and, and his, his religion. religion. And it's like, oh, come on, sticks and stones. Yeah, but where he's... There are some cultures where but then, he, that's but, not... I know, but then even Khabib was saying, like, I don't want this to be a sport of the, you know, trash talk. I don't want people saying, you know... It's like, oh, come on, come on. In fairness, like... Khabib's reaction, post-fight reaction, yeah. was out of character. Every other fight I've seen him in, he's always like really like, they thank, you, stop- thank you, my brother, fight me, and hugging and all that. Yeah, yeah but I, I, might, I might get very old-fashioned now and say like they should stop calling it mixed martial arts. Just uh, call it cage fighting yeah, because ultimate fighting, you know, what they used to call it. True martial arts, it's not just your body, it's your mind and your spirit as well. There's like, a philosophy involved. And... You've got to have a strong. You can have a really strong body, but you need a strong mind as well. Khabib is a Russian sambo guy, which I don't think is considered uh, a TMA, a traditional martial art like no. multiple styles of kung fu, karate, judo. No. I think it's just considered a, a combat sport, really, more than anything. Likewise, Connor is a boxer slash kickboxing background. Again, no martial arts there. I think he does. He looks to me like he did a karate. lot of jeet kundo at one point. Well, he. he... <laughs> He's frustrating to watch time because he has his hands very low, but he is like... Which is kind of Jeet Kune Do. He, he obviously like, loves Bruce Lee. <laughs> but he should have used his uh, fucking... He couldn't use his kicks because his ankle got grabbed from the very start. Khabib so. was relentless with the pressure. Yeah. I, I don't... 
It does annoy me when people say Khabib's boring. He isn't. He's just not a stand-up fighter. No. Even though he did knock Conor McGregor down in the second round. But Conor was standing with his hands at his hips. Yeah, he had his hands. But you know, here's what Khabib did. If you watch it frame by frame, yeah. obviously Khabib's a better wrestler than Conor. Conor's the better stand-up fighter. Mm. And so what Khabib's doing the whole time is threatening the takedown. And Conor's aware of that the whole time. Yeah. And so what Khabib did is he dropped a level, like moved his head down really quickly. Yeah. Made Conor think a shoot is coming. He's going to lunge at me. Yeah, yeah. Conor started to pull his right foot back yeah. to uh, do the sprawl. Yeah. But obviously it wasn't a takedown attempt. It was He was, te- uh, he was disguising the fact that he was going to throw a massive right yeah. hand that did connect, that did knock Conor down. Yeah. One of the few knockdowns in his career. But that's the thing I'd say about Conor. It's like you say, he thinks, he thinks. Sometimes I think he, he thinks a little bit too much. Conor McGregor. He's got a good fight IQ. You've got to give him but that. But he's, he's got, no, he, what he has is fantastic control of range. Oh, yeah, yeah. And measurement. Very accurate. Very accurate. And he's got great, he can hit moving backwards and everything. Mm. But, and because he knows that, he has like these grand strategies. His where, hands are always where, low. Where, yeah, but he's always trying to lure them in. Yeah. For the combo. For the counter. Which, which requires thought, you see, luring, luring. Whereas, I wish with him, like, when the same when he was fighting Mayweather, he's, and he did it in the first couple of rounds, but like, where you've got that natural talent, just trust it and go forwards. Where and Connor does tend to always go forward, but he thinks he thinks a little bit too much sometimes. He know? always controls the center and tries to push him to the back of the yeah. cage. But this time, Khabib you wa- controlled the center and pushed Connor back. Yeah, but you watch Connor before a fight when he's hyping up. He's like a madman, isn't he? Shouting and roaring and swearing. When he's actually fighting though, and walking like Vince McMahon. When he's fighting though, he's got like his sort of sort of semi scared look on his face, bouncing up and down no, on his toes. He doesn't look scared to me. Yeah, but he's he's thinking he's like he's not like like you think he would be in, you know what i mean not like vandalay silver yeah. who just moves forward wildly swinging yeah and doesn't even like yeah. move his head so he has, he has a different psychology in the way he fights to the way he is in the high pin right okay yeah, yeah, yeah. right yeah he's t- dialed up to 11 you know, he, over the top yeah he should have treated, he, he should have treated khabib like the bus <laughs> <laughs> thrown a metal dolly at him so, do you know what i mean just gone for him you know but he got those ankles very quickly and he shut connor down completely yeah, yeah. Like I say, he's not Outclassing boring. He w- when Khabib gets the takedown, he instantly starts working, mm. constantly trying to improve position. He's throwing strikes, punches, and elbows. He's doing damage. He's not boring. He's just not a stand-up fighter. And okay, fair enough. It took me a few years. It took me about three years before I would stop fast-forwarding the ground game. Yeah, in mixed martial arts, I only really like the ground game when it's two people who are good on the. You know, it's sort of equally matched, nullifying each other. Or? Yeah, I like well, it. I like it when it's well, dominant. It's more chess. It's more chess. You know, it's okay, amazing. Yeah. But like I say, Connor was just fighting for survival the whole time. So he's always trying to get up. He's not trying to like lure Khabib into like a triangle choke or anything. Is he, he needs to learn some <laughs> submissions? Yeah, from his back. Yeah, that's like the one hole in Connor's game. Really, is that and um, well, I reckon he should. He can only really go at his he's preferred always, pace for two rounds. But like luring in, luring in. You, you're gonna, you, you know with his hands down he wants to get the counter so he's he's always encouraging the other guy to come forwards so for a grappler that's good isn't it because the grappler has to move forwards so like connor should be like just working on like flying knees flying kicks seriously get some crazy <laughs> very flying risky kicks flying knee yeah but if the guy's running what, at you what if you miss you're completely off balance yeah but don't miss but people were talking about um there should be immediate rematch largely because it's connor and he's the biggest draw hmm. 
in MMA history, maybe even combat sport history, he might be the biggest, one of the biggest draws of all time. I think he's beaten boxing records. I'd like to see a rematch. Who wouldn't? That'd be like, that would be the biggest fight because... He shouldn't get it though because he lost decisively. But the thing is like, this fight caused so much of a stink. Even people who didn't watch it or who didn't even know about it, you know, they're going to want to watch them fight again, aren't they? <laughs> so it, is, it would be the biggest fight. because no, I think most fight. of them, I think most of those people expected Connor to win. And I don't, th- I think like you, yeah, they think Khabib's boring because he's a grappler. No, but I'm talking about the people who don't even watch MMA ever before. Yeah, they're not going to enjoy the ground game. No, I'm talking about, but it doesn't matter because they'll still like buy the, the pay-per-view. The, like a lot of Ronda Rousey fans. It'll be a massive, massive fight. Um, Ronda Rousey, Holly Holm. Yeah. A lot of people, a lot of women. Yeah. I'd never seen a mixed martial arts fight before in their life. Mm-hmm. Really liked Ronda Rousey. Yeah. But she got the shit kicked out of her. And so it's like a lot of these women who watched because they wanted to see Ronda win were disappointed and yeah, they'll yeah. not they'll not watch MMA again. Hmm. Connor's lost Freak freak fights are the way of the future now, aren't they? You don't really get like the big money fights they call it now. Yeah. Like uh Khabib said he wanted GSP before the fight, before the Connor fight. He was mm-hmm. saying, I'm gonna smash your boy, I'm gonna smash your boy, and then I want GSP who's not a lightweight. It's not like Khabib's completely cleared the lightweight division yet. I don't, I don't like the way MMA's going with this. I win the title, and then I start calling people out in different weight classes. Mm. It's like, no, you, you get the title, you fight whoever's the number one contender, and you do that until you retire, or you officially announce you're going to change weight class. Yeah. I don't like the way that's going. Connor has lost his last two big high-profile fights. First, Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. Now Khabib. If he has a rematch with Khabib and loses again, and let's say it's as just as decisive as this last yeah, loss yeah. was. It's an overhand by Khabib and it actually knocks him out this time. Say that. <laughs> that might no 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 that, that uh, I could imagine something worse. A five round decision where Khabib just smothers him all five rounds, ten eight. Connor is he a draw after that if he loses to Khabib again? I don't know everyone's fallen asleep by then. But would you buy another Connor fight? Or would you get super excited for another Connor fight that's if he loses three times in a row? That's what I said. Like going like twenty years into the future, will Connor McGregor be remembered as a great fighter or just a hype man? Like, Muhammad Ali is uh, not Muhammad, uh, Tyson, not the best boxer of all time, but remembered as one. Most, Muhammad Ali, not the best boxer of all time, remembered as one. Yeah, but like it, because they drew eyeballs. Yeah, but no, but there was the physical aspect of you knew Muhammad Ali was like able to dance and hit and evade and. Um, he and had he had charm this, and charisma. He had this physical gift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike Tyson had the physical gift of power. Smaller heavyweight, but massively powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Conor McGregor, though, what what does he got? You know, he isn't like hits very hard, but he hasn't like flashy style. Yeah, but he's not one. And his, his trash talking is mostly. But, he, but he's not just like knocked people out consistently. Dominated. He's not that sort of weight class though for yeah. the heavy KO. But he's got a flashy, highly marketable style. Number one trash talker in all of sports, easily, yeah. hands down. Yeah. That's He won't like, be remembered as a great fighter though. That's what I mean. Like I think physically. I don't think so. Who wins the rematch? There's probably gonna be a rematch, let's face it. I'd like to say Connor, but it'll probably be Khabib. Yeah, I think he does it again. He, he just, just shuts him down again just, and just, mauls him. He just grabs his ankles. I'm gonna smash your boy. Connor just needs to go for an illegal hit as he just, and hopes the ref doesn't see it. Well, he cheated quite a bit, didn't he? In the, he was grabbing the cage with his toes. Grabbing the gloves, was, grabbing yeah. the shorts. Quite brazenly That's as well. always a bad sign when you have to cheat. But he's Connor, so no ref would ever take a point from That's him. That's always a bad sign. That, that means you're losing if you're cheating. Because you know he has equity in UFC. He actually owns a stake of it. Connor does now. Really? Yeah. Along with really? WME. Gosh. Money talks, money talks. 
is there not some sort of conflict of interest there? The guy fighting in your main event owns part of the company, the promotion. That's a little bit dodgy. Mm. Maybe that would be the, maybe Connor would be the ultimate downfall of UFC. That like he paid someone, he paid Khabib $119 million. <laughs> so he's still got one left to take a dive just so he could call himself the GOAT. Oh no, Khabib's got far too much pride. Yeah, I like Khabib. I like Connor as well, still, for the most part. The funny thing that Khabib said after, at the end of his press conference is like, I know my dad's going to hit me for this. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to beat me. <laughs> Probably will. Yeah. <laughs> Tim, thanks for joining me on your birthday. Thank you for having me. It was a very interesting uh, topic. Mildly depressing. Um, <laughs> As always. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. But it, it, in the end... I think my natural pessimism is affecting this podcast. You can say, like, with the Kavanaugh thing, in the end, he, he was appointed. He got through that. So, in the end, that was, like... I think it was positive, because in the end... Anyway, ladies Sorry. and gentlemen, <laughs> back to the start of the show. As we said, it's always depressing on this podcast. Thank you, thank you for, for wishing me happy birthday. I'm not depressed about that. Thank you for like, Van Dam related presents. As always. <laughs> Every year it's the same gift. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. This has been the Ill Informed Insight Podcast. Until next time, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>